Francis, the only one of us that has a team in the playoffs, but he gets a chill this week with the new classic Nick, Nick Picks. How's it going, Nick? Good. What's going on, guys? And the Senator. I'm here rapping for the only football league that really matters at this point, <laughs> which is the UFL. Shout out to The Rock. Okay. So um, it's been a quiet handful of days in the old NFL. So maybe we should just talk about the UFL because there's nothing exciting in the NFL at all. Absolutely nothing. Uh, okay. So we have uh, a bunch of coaching vacancies and we had some pretty big coaches that were let go. Um, let's go really quickly to give Nick a little bit of a break and we'll talk about the college world. Um, just really quickly to Senator and um, coach Nick Saban leaving. Um, ultimately, you know, the legacy he left and what do you think next is for Bama and who could be the next head coach of Bama coach? I have no idea where Bama goes to. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's really tough to follow a legacy like that. He has like 44 first round picks and like 20, 28 losses. Something crazy about that. Yeah. Like he's, um, yeah, I don't know where they go, wherever they go, it will be a fall off. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. Like a lot of shock, a lot of shocking changes have happened the last two weeks or a week, I shall say. But yeah, I have no idea where they go for a coach. Yeah, interesting. Where they? I mean, right now the the favorite was Oregon's coach. He decided to stay with the Ducks. Uh, Lane Kiffin, who obviously coached there for a while, he's up there. Um, the Eagles coach, he's one of the favorites yeah. as well. So. And we'll talk about Philly and where they could be going for a coach if they lose this week. Could be the man that's uh, behind uh, Nick's screen for those that maybe see some uh, this stuff on YouTube. Uh, Senator, your kind of thoughts on Saban and maybe who could replace him? Uh, the Saban move is, I don't think Alabama was ready for it, even though there's been rumors for years that he was going to be retiring and it's always been a question and then he always came back. So it's going to be, like Coach said, it's going to be hard to kind of follow that legacy. But I was trying to think about who possibly, and I could see if they're trying to go for like a big name person, if Caleb goes into the draft, I could see a person like Lincoln Riley leaving USC mm -hmm. to go to Bama. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be somebody that we don't know. I think it's going to be either... Here's even the worst part. Uh, dude, like, uh, 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 what's his name that was, that we all questioned his coaching? Staley, right? Yeah. Like, I could see a Staley, because Staley was a little bit successful in college. It could be some, like, the pros just might not be for him. You know what yeah, I mean? Man. But college might be. So it's going to be weird to see anybody that takes that job, same thing, like, the Patriots job, you're following legacy. Like that's the, yeah, that's the that's the tough thing. It's it's not like this is just like a regular job where if 
you the coach is there for four years and then you step in. This is 24 years. 25 yeah. years. I've seen Debo Samuel's name on that as well, which would be interesting if he were to step into Bam. I don't think he would. Debo Samuel. Yeah. He's oh, he's fourth oh, right now. He's fourth right now on the betting odds is Debo Samuel. Uh Debo Sweeney, sorry. Debo Sweeney. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, Debo, Debo Samuel is on the Niners, though. Yeah, I was like, yeah, no, I don't no. think he's stepping away from the Niners right now. It's coach no, 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 Bama. No. <laughs> so yeah, but, we'll have to kind of see. I mean, it also how does this affect in proxy Harba now, right? Of Harba has an opportunity where we've already seen some decommitments happen from Bama. Does Harbaugh look at this as a situation to be like, I could, you know, get some recruits out of this? I mean, Harbaugh hasn't said anything yet. The last time we heard about him, he talked about giving his guys a break before he goes back to camp. So that's kind of the latest status we have on Jim Harbaugh right now. So as of right now, we just have to assume he's not going to the NFL, but I don't know. I mean, I would assume as we get talking about this, the coaches are the hot topic right now. No one's going to probably really hire a coach probably for what another week or so before we start really seeing coaches get hired senator no i give it i give it shortly i give it about two weeks because i think some of these playoff pictures things you're gonna see some changes from there because there's yeah. already been rumbling about like if bills aren't successful you know yeah. what i mean like that's been the question this entire eagles. season eagles uh has have been in question cowboys uh, who else is in there cowboys cowboys i don't think is really in that in that position but i do well, think let's say that the packers upset them then I'd st- i i think that because i think honestly i forget where i was sitting and they were saying the perfect situation for uh dan quinn would be seattle at this point yeah and I think that I'm not if, talking about Dan Quinn, though. Who are you talking about? Mike McCarthy. I know, but I'm saying I think they were trying to keep Dan Quinn in the building to replace mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy. Mm-hmm. But if Dan Quinn ends up going to Seattle, yeah, and with the successful year that they had this year, I don't think Mike McCarthy is out. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting just with the way that Jerry thinks about stuff. Yeah, uh, I mean, when he got Parcells. That was because um, they had the new stadium coming and you needed a big, sexy coach name as well. And Parcells mm. was that name. So talking about some of the coaches that have been uh, let go here, uh, really some shock. I mean, the Belichick one is not a shocker. We all kind of assumed it was coming. It's just that it actually happened. It's still weird to know right now that he's not the coach of the Patriots. But uh, Pete Carroll, who Seahawks fans seem to think that one was coming and uh my apologies into the group chat because now we're just hearing conflicting themes all the time now like it does sound like he's not happy with this brad stevens level role so i guess we can put him on the open market and not rule it out completely for what's going to happen with pete carroll uh and then obviously the big one the one that's the most shocking to me is my is rabel that one makes no sense to me don't not really good roster construction he did everything he could with what he had there so uh, whoever gets a chance at him, it seems like Jared Mayo is going to be the guy in New England. But let's kind of let's kind of tackle these one at a time here. So first, we're going to go with Vrabel, and now we can get Nick into here. Kind of your thoughts on the Vrabel situation? Um, that was wild. I mean, I'm glad. You know what? I'm glad he's out of my division. I'll yeah, take that. You know what I'm saying? The guy's the guy's a great coach. Um, you know, he did some unbelievable things to that team. 
what the two years ago you know and they were they had a great great roster in 2021 i think it was um you won coach of the year 21 was that the yeah. year yeah so we're two years removed from that two seasons removed from that and then you just you do them like that and I, i'm i'm fine with him leaving the division it makes the the titans you know depending on who they get they're still going to take a, a little bit of time to get used to that new coach so you can kind of write off next year as well for them um, along with what's going on with that team, you know, is Hopkins staying? Is Henry staying? Is like, you know, is any, are they going to have anybody other than Levis? You know, Levis and Spears, uh, Vrabel, you know, just with his mind and his defense, um, you know, where does that go? That was already kind of like a shaky point for them this year, and now it's going to be even worse. And I'll take, I'm personally, I'll take that all day long. Yeah, coach. Yeah, I mean, the Rabel thing, it was easily the most shocking to me. Um, just given, as Nick said, like he won Coach of the Year not too long ago. They've been consistent. They've been, the, the like, their problems have not been coaching problems. It's been roster construction. It's been lack, lack of talent. It's been the, we, we've seen the one and a half, maybe two two good years of football from Ryan Tannehill. And then he came back down to life. Um like their their issue is quarterback play, and their GM gave away um, AJ Brown for pennies. Um, so like they they've just been building this down piece by piece, breaking it down, and you're using one of the top, I say top ten for sure, arguably top five coaches in the NFL. You're letting him leave. Um, it, it was it was weird, man. But like, I think immediately, unless the only way it changes, but unless Harbaugh says he wants to go to the NFL, if Harbaugh wants to go to the NFL, he goes wherever he wants to go. He has a bigger litter, in my opinion, because he's won everywhere. He won at Stanford, he won everywhere. But I think next on that list, even with Bill there, I think next on the list is Rabel. I think he he can pick essentially where he wants to go to, um, because he is a player's coach. Uh, he's intense. Uh, Yes, he's defensive minded, but we saw what he's done with um, that like very meek offense in, in Tennessee. Um, so I think he definitely is on the list. And I think Josh you might have to worry about him. He might be coming to the Chargers. Cool. They salary hell. They're not going to have half their players. So cool. Enjoy. I, I don't think I have to worry <laughs> about the Chargers for about two to three years, to be honest. They got they got work to do. Like if I was looking, I was talking to someone about this yesterday. If I was looking at teams the next year that I would say like I would say would not be playoff teams next year, Chargers would be near the top of that list. Chargers probably aren't a playoff team next year. Commanders aren't a playoff team next year. New England, Panthers, Tennessee. Those are all the teams I would feel pretty confident saying are not playoff teams next year. The work of the Chargers is tough because like they got so much fucking talent on that team. So to say that they're not a playoff team is like it's crazy. Like, they gotta just, cut them. They gotta cut them. But like, but like, similar to like to, to you guys, like you guys have better premium talent. Like, like you're young though. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, yeah, I, I get that. But I'm saying like you, you have better premium talent, but they still have two B plus edge rushers. They still have a B plus yeah. quarterback. They still have Keenan Allen, Allen, who's probably the most dependable, one of the most dependable receivers. Who they might cut. Well, they might cut him, but I think the option would be to cut uh, Mike Wallace instead of him, just because. Yeah, that well, they have to cut. They have to cut one of four of well, two maybe more than likely two of Derwin, 
Khalil, and then one of the receivers. So they probably they, Khalil's they, getting they, cut, I would think for sure. I don't know Williams for sure. They they they, they let go of Mike Williams. I think they're gonna probably uh, have to cut uh, Derwin or they have to cut Derwin or Khalil though. They have no cap room. They gotta they, cut one of them. What if they let Austin walk? Doesn't matter. They still gotta cut one of Mac and Derwin James. They're just paid too much. One of them has to I get think, cut. Well, 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 I think it, I think it might be Derwin. Like, or no, was that Seattle? Like, which I, I remember if it was Jamal Adams or Derwin James who had like he was like benched end of the year because he was like not seen eye to eye with. The, I believe coach. it was Derwin. Was it? Yeah, I think it was Derwin. Yeah. I mean, if I were if I were them, I would just go scorched earth because it's not working, and you can just get a new coach in. You're going to have a top what is it four pick here, top five pick. Um, yeah. You have a good, a decent quarterback in Justin Herbert. Bring in a new young coach. Scorch earth this year. Suck whatever next year. Have a good draft. Don't worry about free agents. Get the books back right. Maybe draft a nice young receiver and see what happens. Maybe draft a new running back because it sounds like Eckler is going to leave. That's what I would do if I were the Chargers. Just kind of reset it. You have well, uh, Herbert well, onto a decent contract. They tried to draft a receiver last year. It looks like he has been a bust. Yeah, but I'm saying like, don't worry about being a playoff team. Just get yeah, your yeah. shit together. Yeah, that shouldn't be their 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 concern at all. But again, I'll just say like, it's just tough to say. Like, you look at the premium talent they have on the roster right now, and that will change next year for sure. But you got all that talent. It's hard to say that you're not a playoff team, yeah. even though they're not a playoff team. And and I agree, but it's just hard to say like, you got all that talent. You have a top fifteen top. 10 quarterback on your team. You have a Bosa for, for Christ's sakes. You have like, you have all this, like the, 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 these pieces and it's just unfathomable to see that they're not a playoff team. So I think that's more of an indictment on the coach, not the roster, but I think they're here or there. It's a bit of both. And the roster's not going to be what the roster is this year because they're so in salary. I mean, you hear everyone talking about it at NFL Network and stuff like that. Yeah, you take this Chargers job because you take Herbert, but you're inheriting a roster that needs a lot of things to get taken care of. Nope. So, but yeah, if Vrabel went there, I wouldn't be happy about it, but it's right now. I think if you're looking at where that, the, uh, the AFC West is, it's there at the bottom of that, of that ranking right now where everybody is, as far as everybody moving forward. Well, it depends what the Raiders do with their coach. If the Raiders do something crazy, instead of going this straight path, then we'll have a different conversation. Um, <laughs> I mean, for Vrabel, I would I would assume Chargers, I guess, could be one. Pats, it seems like it's going to be Jared Mayo. We'll get to the Pats in a second. But Seattle would be a very interesting fit for him too, Senator. So I'm not surprised by the Vrabel release. And, and the reason why is last season they brought in a new GM. The new GM is going to want a coach that fits whatever direction he wants. Vrabes is – Yeah, no, that's what I'm, I'm saying – the new GM is going to want who they want in there as the coach, who they want to work with. Rabes is Rabes is brave. Rabes been in that building too long. Sometimes when you're going to do a rebuild, you need to do a full rebuild. That's from the coach down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Rabes is at that point right now where everybody knows top eight coach for sure. Um. The question is for him, it's gonna be one of three things. Do you wanna do you wanna be petty? 
do you want to actually do you want to win immediately or are you okay with the rebuild and those are the big questions that he's going to have to figure out when he's looking at whatever team he's going to choose which is why i think he might be the third coach to sign someplace because he's going to look at what these playoff teams are doing because i don't know if he really wants to go to a next team that's going to go five and 13 like after having the season that they had this year like if that bill's job opened up don't be surprised if he's not the first person that they call for that bill's job yeah if the bill's job opens up that's the premier job spot with uh yeah. with like with josh allen you're, you're gonna have that defense come back healthy you know you still have um stefan like, like that is that becomes the premier spot for sure without without a doubt yeah and i think Rabes would be the only reason why I see Rabes not going there. And that's why I said, use the question of being petty because he's in the Patriots hall of fame, but is he going to be petty because he was at the Patriots game in the last game. And that it could have been a thing where it was like, all right, I'm here. You know, if something comes up, would you be interested? We don't know because we're not trying to suspect tampering or anything like that. I'm just saying he's already in their Hall of Fame. He would have been the go-to guy for me if I'm looking at New England over Mayo. But the Bills are there too. Stay stay in the same division, win that division, possibly, possibly really take them to a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, Braves would be that change that they need. And wouldn't be surprised if you see you see a return of the Tennessee Titans coaching staff on the Bills. Because hmm. there's two there's two people, two people right now that are out without a job. And the last one did not look good on his way out. That no. that cussing at uh Allen there did not make him look too good. So don't be surprised if he just links back up with with Rabes. Cause that might be the best shot for him to really get the next head coaching job that he, I think that he's going to be wanting. Could be true. Uh, the next one is Pete Carroll. Uh, I'll kind of go back. I'll go to Nick on this one with Carroll. Like, like I guess I, I was surprised. Like I said, I don't think Seahawks fans were surprised about this Carroll thing for now. He's kind of doing the Brad Stevens thing where he's going to be an advisor to the, the club. I, I know he wants to coach again, but I, We'll see. I don't. I don't personally see it, and you hear very conflicting reports if he's going to coach again. It seems like he's happy with Seattle. I think they were kind of looking for a change. And remember, too, they have a potential sale um, that they can do because uh, I believe it's Paul Allen's sister, R.I.P. to late Paul Allen. Uh, his sister took over the Seahawks, so if they were going to make a coaching move, they still probably want to have Pete Carroll in the building to show some stability with someone that's been there as long as they have. So even if they do bring in a Dan Quinn, who is the rumor coach, again, I think there's a lot of stability that they want to showcase there with Seattle, but kind of Nick, your thoughts on uh, Carol leaving in, if you were shocked or not. Um, Actually. Yeah, I kind of was. Um, I'm not deep in the Seahawks, you know, lore. So I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't know about it, you know, so it was kind of shocking to me just on the outside looking in. Um I don't think he's going to coach this year. I don't think he, I don't know if he's going to coach next year. You know, I give him like two years away and he'll find something. Somebody will, somebody will make him a deal, but I think he'll, he'll chill at least for this year. 
I could see that happening. Um, so an interesting thing I heard today was, so Gino gets a $10 million bonus, like March 12th, if he's on the roster. Right. If they cut him, it's 17 million dead cap. Okay. Uh-huh. They have a draftable quarterback in their backyard that they've watched all year for his college career. And that is who I'm interested to see if the Seahawks move up to get Penix. Mm. So that's more, I think that's more than, uh, than the Pete Carroll. Um, I was also talking to a buddy of mine who's being Seahawks fan and uh, he hates Quinn. So he doesn't want him at all anywhere <laughs> near that team. <laughs> Inside information. Yeah. Talking to the Seahawks fans I talked to, I mean, that's one opinion there. Most of them seem happy with them. They, they just don't want Belichick. That's, that's been the one thing they don't want. They just don't want Belichick. He's going to the Falcons. It's okay. He, he might. I don't, I don't think he is. But we'll talk about Belichick in a second. Coach, your thoughts on on Carroll leaving? Um, yeah, no, it, it caught me off guard for sure. Like I, like I put in the group chat, I was like, wow, like I didn't see that 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 coming. I mean, um, they've been pretty consistent the last two years. Like they had they they, they they hit a home run on their last draft. I would say I would say honestly, the last two drafts have been pretty rock solid all the way through. Um, yeah, like they probably have they, the defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, um, so I think they, they've been really, really consistent with the draft. I think Pete has been really consistent with coaching those guys up and getting the most out of Gino because we all know we we all saw that um, that that plane coming down and crashing. Um, so I think yeah, no, like I think the biggest thing if I look if I look at it objectively was they started the year all so hot. Mm-hmm. And then the last month, they just looked really bad. Part of that has been instability at quarterback and just inconsistent, inconsistent at quarterback. But also, they, they 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 just didn't look good. They they faltered a lot at the end of the year. Um, so I think that that's part of it. But yeah, no, that caught me off guard. And I'm not sure where he goes. Like he's like he's a, he's what seventy he's plus seventy. 71 uh, they're all like 71 72 it's crazy 71 he's a defense he's like a quintessential defensive minded coach uh, um yeah i just don't know where and he's, he's not gonna go, want to go anywhere where he doesn't have a lot of control um of like what of either roster or like he, he's not gonna want to go there and just play the, the, the head coach role um i can see only place where I can I can see where they kind of need leadership is like the commanders. But do they want to go from a defensive minded Ron old Ron Rivera to a defensive minded old Pete Carroll? Like is that what they what they really want to do? So uh, he he might do the uh, Sean Payton thing and be out for a year and a half or like two years and come back and kind of just see what works out. Because like if you look at it, like yeah, these teams right now have coaches, but who knows where Philadelphia would be at in two years? Who knows where, where Buffalo would be at two years? Who knows if Chargers are going to charge and have the same the same um, problems there? Who knows if and everyone knows that um, uh, Niners coach is really really good, but if Niners don't win this year with the with the talent they have and don't win next year, are they going to do a coaching do a coaching change because they've pretty much underperformed with all the expectations they had last year this year. 
and going forward, like if they don't win a Super Bowl, get to a, a Super Bowl, like it is kind of out. Like you know, so like there are some positions that could be available in the next two three years that Pete might want to jump on for one last hurrah. But I don't see where he, where he's going to end up, honestly. Senator, what about you? Um, I when I look at this, I was thinking, and I was like, Washington is a place for him. And the reason why is he has gotten almost uh, all pro quarterback play from somebody that they all thought was done a long time ago. That mm-hmm. might be the leadership that a Sam Howell really needs. I don't think if you compare, even though age-wise they might be close, one seems like they forgot who their players are, and the next one knows everybody on that team and practices with the team and does all that stuff. That might be the change, the cultural change that you would need for an organization. Um, the one place that I thought about that I thought could have been a really good place that kind of fits perfectly with what the Seahawks did, but they just announced that they're keeping the quarterback, another quarterback, their um, coach. I thought that bears could be an option for him like especially if they like their their coach was gone and then they had to go job i don't know drake may or um or uh caleb with that with the top with the top pick that might be a, a, a place where you got the defensive mind and stuff you have the history there you, they they just got um montez from um commanders so you got the defense there um you have a number one receiver i would say dj moore you have you have options there. So I think that could have been a, a place, but who knows? It's uh, P. Carroll's just in a unique position to tell you the truth. He can, he, if you're bringing him in, you're bringing him in because you think that he can change your, change the culture. And it's a team that I think he, whatever team he goes to, it's not a team that already has an established culture. It's one that needs a culture. And I think that's what P. Carroll is best at bringing as long as well as being a, a player's coach pretty much. And mm-hmm. I think that that is his strong points. So that's why I say a commanders because magic and the new ownership over there is going to need that, need that culture really brought in a winning culture and yeah, the Chicago one just to me, them bringing back his bringing back their coach just means to me that they're. I wouldn't be surprised if they're keeping Fields, and yeah. trade the first pick. Trade down, maybe get a third pick and a couple. Why? Why trade down? We can go get um, Marvin. Because I think if you can trade, if you can trade down to the third pick. You might be able to. The, a team might want a team might give you two or three draft picks for that one pick because they want that. They want that. Uh, Drake May or Caleb, right? Caleb. So you trade down, you build up something. It's the same thing that they did last year with the Panthers, right? Like Panthers traded up for that first pick, and look at the haul that they got. You yeah. know what I mean? Like when I mean, you, I mean, yeah, but like I think there's. The top three, I think there's two court. There's two players there that are going to be legit players. I think Marvin is as locked as locked as a receiver I've ever seen before. 
but who knows? He might turn out. He might turn out to be like a friggin' um, what's that? That was a Bills receiver, or the oh, there was a Mike Williams beforehand. Yeah, not not Michael, not like not Mike Williams, but he he played with the Panthers. Him and him and Cam, he was at Cam. Like Calvin Cam Benjamin. Benjamin, yeah, 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 yeah. So he, yeah, might he be went Cam to USC. Yeah, where, where, where he's a suit that like Calvin, but Calvin Benjamin came out. And you're like, yo, this dude is a baller. Sammy Watkins, never turned another up. one. Yeah, Sammy Watkins, another one. Yeah, it just never turned out. So unless he's one of those things that are so can't miss that they miss. Um, but I think Marvin is like a lot. He's he's his footwork is impeccable. He has great hands. Like he's just he's a lot. Marvin, um, Marvin's a lock, but you're going to have a lot of people trading up for that one trying to trade up for that first pick. And that's what I'm saying. Like you can, if you're going to keep a fields and you're going to have to pay fields at one point, or you're going to franchise tag him twice and end up everything being guaranteed. You're going to, if you tr trade down, you might be able to pick up two wide receivers, a Marvin Har a Marvin Harrison and another wide receiver out of this draft. Like there, this draft is not a light draft. When no, you, there's when four you receivers, right? There's yeah. neighbors. There's neighbors. Who I swear, I know it's pronounced neighbors, but that's one of those things in the broadcast. You look at that and like that says Nabbers. It's spelled N A B E R S. That is Nabbers. <laughs> that is not neighbors. Um, and then you have uh, Oz Dune from Washington, and then the guy I really like is Coleman from Florida State. Who you see Coleman sliding down to the mid twenties, and I'm just like. This is the kind of guy that's going to go to Kansas City and drive me crazy. What could also happen is, but like Bear, Bears, not a great historically, they're not a great franchise. Oh no! I, over the last decade, they haven't been a great franchise. I think before that, they, they were they're they're they pretty pretty solid. But this is something that I would expect a good franchise to do, like a Baltimore or a team that drafts well, like Pittsburgh drafts really well, unless it's quarterback. Um, yeah, but um, okay, okay, <laughs> so yeah, they do draft really good unless it's quarterback. Um, Nick, well, coach is on freezing. Oh, do we, we get him back? You froze there for a second, coach. I'm good, yeah, you're good now. Okay, cool, cool, cool. yeah, sorry, sorry, but um. Unless, like, what they could do, sorry, is draft down to the third, get Marvin, and then maybe they go later on like, in the early second round because this is, like, a, what, five-quarterback draft right now? So Good quarterback or they... just overall quarterbacks? Solid, solid quarterback. There's like, there's uh, I mean, there's maybe. the tier, right? I mean, for most people, yeah. this is not my opinion. I think for most people, I mean, it's three. I guess you go Caleb, Drake, and Jaden's the first tier, right? And then you have the and second tier, which is Penix and, and JJ. And then, Nix. and then the next one is Jordan Travis and Bo Nix. Yeah, so that's, so that's, that's like that's like seven? Six, 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 seven quarterbacks, yeah. So yeah. so, so what, what they could do, as I said, is just draft Marvin with that third pick if they move down and then get one of those quarterbacks in the second round, like a Bo Nix or some, somebody, and then kind of shelve him as your, like, safety plan that if – if Fields doesn't turn the corner next year, then maybe you let him walk, and then you bring in, say, his bull next, and you, you you kind of put him put him in that in that position. So that could happen, but I don't have faith faith in it because they haven't shown me that they can be thoughtful and 
have those genius plans during during the draft and stuff. So I'm not gonna put my money into that, but that's that's the thing that could happen. Yeah, could happen. Um, so the other one, I guess the big one is the Belichick side of things. And Nick, since you seem so prepped to talk about it, it's all you. Wait, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. That's the big one. Uh yeah. I think the big one is Mr. Arthur Smith that made sure that he set oh. history by by as soon as 1201 <laughs> Eastern time. I, I, I guess we didn't out. talk about it yet. I guess we didn't talk about it. I guess it's a good yet. it's a good segue to the Belichick anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like ex, like excuse you, the last <laughs> image that we have was him being pissed off on the field. Yeah. I, mean, I think I think that's the big one to tell you the truth. I'm usually of the mindset of if you don't want to get scored on, stop them. I'm usually of that mindset. Like in basketball, like one of my biggest pet peeves of being of moving moving to Alberta, which I never experienced in um, Ontario or never really in, 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 um, in the states and stuff, is that if you're losing by fifty, teams don't stop playing hard. They still play hard. So like you could be losing by fifty and you're still gonna get pressed. You're still gonna like teams are still trying to play. And being in Alberta, it's like, oh, you're up twenty, pick up a half court, kind of mercy rule stuff. Um shit, I lost what I lost what what, what was what was I talking about? Lost my train of thought. You were saying what? that the, you were saying that the you're not you don't really have a problem. you normally don't have a problem if oh, yeah. to stop yeah. it. So, 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 um, yeah. So, but what they did, which was fucked up, was that they they lined up in basically like they waved the white flag and lined up in the kneel the kneel thing, and they went to go run it. That's bullshit. If you're gonna run it, fucking run it. Like if that if that's the decision you made, line up in power, line up in eye, or line up in your goal line, you have your fullback, whatever it is, line up in whatever, and they say we're gonna run it, and then make them stop you. Fine, but don't fucking do some trick shit saying. Oh, we're gonna kneel it and then run it in. That's so bullshit. Like that 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 would have been a play where if I was on defense, I'm fighting. Cause that's that's bullshit, you know, but whatever. I get why I get why get why he was mad. Sorry. No, it's an absolute fact. And for me, by the way, I have something on that, by the way. I have some inside information on that, but finish uh, your thoughts, Senator, on the, on the what, last What, that play. the backup quarterback is the one that went out there and called the play? Like uh, Apparently, they told <laughs> like... the Falcons what they were doing. They told the Falcons, hey, we're going. Because if you notice after that play, the Falcons aren't pushing them and saying, like, get out of here or anything or cursing at them. You would think if the Falcons weren't aware of that, they would be pretty mad. Falcons didn't care because they wanted Arthur Smith gone. And the Saints, they want Dennis uh, Dennis Allen gone, which it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. Uh, so it sounds like the Falcons had an idea what was going to happen on that play. Because if they didn't, we've been in those plays. I mean, we've been in those plays with ball, right? If someone shoots, you're in, in basketball, for example. You know, you're up by 20 and someone shoots at the buzzer. There's fights and everything goes down. There was nothing afterwards. So no one on the Falcons team cared. They knew what was going to go on. No, no one on the Falcons cared. The Falcons team cared because they knew he was gone. Yeah. Like it had to, it had nothing to do with the actual play. It was like, can he we use? Gone. He knew yeah. he was gone too. He came like, came yeah, field. yeah I'm, I'm not using it as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the Falcons, the Falcons didn't care about all of that. The Falcons just the Falcons listens to this podcast. Shout out to the Falcons. I am a true fan out here. 
Um, so they listened to this podcast. They heard all the stuff that we were saying in the last couple of weeks or the, all the stuff I said. They listened from my 10 minute rant. And then they were like, yo, this guy is interesting. All right, we're going to, he knows what he's talking about. And they listen. And that last play happened and they were just like, oh, this might be the nail in the coffin. All right, we're not even going to do anything on this. Let's let's just get him out. Yeah. Do you think he made it back on the team bus? Um, I think he went to the back, Arthur Blank as the old man that he is tried to like get a word in there and Arthur Smith just kept talking. And then at that point he was like, yo, if you ain't going to let me talk, you're out. And Smith just kept talking. And and Arthur, Arthur Blank said, there's only one Arthur on this team that runs this team and it's not Smith. Okay. Went back there. So I assume he's probably told in the locker room, yeah, you're fucking done, buddy. Oh yeah. They, you know what it is? Arthur Blank didn't even tell him himself. He was he called Jesse Bates and said, yo, Jesse, our all-pro, our first team all-pro. Here's a I want you to go to give uh your so-called your former coach a notice for me. Former coach. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, now uh, we can get to what, <laughs> what Nick wants to talk about. Okay, so next, uh, uh, I'll just kind of, so Belichick after 24 years now is gone from the Patriots. And I, I'll i say, my, I, you know, I give the Patriots and how they handled this great. I thought Robert Kraft did a really good job in his press conference of talking about uh, Bill and what he meant to the franchise. And I do think, you know, it's signs to coaches too. Like they didn't, they didn't trade him. They, they could have got assets for him very easily, but they had enough respect for Bill and everything he did that they're like, hey, you go find what you want to do, no matter what. You gave us 24 years. The least we can do is give you the respect to go find out where you want to finish and be Dan Shula. So I thought how Kraft handled that, that's going to be, I mean, they're probably going to go and get Mayo as the coach, but it shows a lot of class inside the Patriots organization. That's all I'll say about that, Nick. Um, yeah, that'll be, that's going to be an interesting situation. We talked about it before with uh, the culture he built, um, over 24 years. So, um, but he also really does a good job with his coaching staff. So it would be interesting to see who he, if he keeps it or who he's bringing in, you know, because I don't know about that. Like no? the Belichick the coaching, coaching team is not very good. Like, no, you can Matt Patricia. Um, Daniels, Daniels, the coach is not very good, man. Okay, no? they're not good when they go out on their own and they except try for to be Vrabel. Patriots. Except for Vrabel, Vrabel is the only one. Like you look at, like look at freaking uh, Eric Mangini, Charlie like, Haas. Yeah, but, like, but 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 here's the thing: they're not good when they go out and they try to bring the Patriots way into another team. When they, were under, when they were under the when they're in the Patriots organization under Belichick, that's why everyone went out after them because it was that because they were good as OCs or DCs under Belichick, but Belichick still was the man, right? When they left there and they're like, "All right, I can be the new Bill in a new place," it doesn't work. Yeah, you want to try to bring try to bring Patriots to the Raiders. Yeah, it's not well, they, don't worry. Get ready to learn, Senator. Get ready to learn McDaniel's, buddy. So, yeah. what are the so if, if Belichick takes it and uh, he brings McDaniel's as an OC and Vrabel is a DC, then what are we looking at? That's actually pretty scary. 
yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I that's what I'm talking about. Like he could he could get that. Well, McDaniel's is a good offensive coordinator. McDaniel's is a good offensive coordinator. He's just not a good coach. He doesn't know how to lead guys, but he can call plays. He he knows how to run an offense. Right. He's just not a leader. Right. That's what I'm saying. So if like if that's the if that's the move or whatnot, you know, and then Bill does this for three, four years and then passes it off to one of them, you know. Vapes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but that's what not, I'm talking about. Not so what's McDaniels. It? Please. No. Not McDaniels. <laughs> I kinda sure? wanna see it again. I kinda sure? wanna do this podcast uh, in five years when he's the whether he's the head coach, you know. I wanna see it. That's when oh, I retire. The... We're gonna have to go back in the archives to the to the Josh Rants and run it back. And then he can be with the Falcons for three years and then he can go to the when Harbaugh retires, he can go to the Ravens. And then he'll have he'll have touched all of our franchises. Full circle. No fucking way. Uh, here's the Belichick tree more recently, by the way. So Romeo Carnell bust somehow Nick Saban, Nick Saban is connected to him because I guess they coached in Cleveland, right? Uh, Eric Mangini bust, Josh McDaniels bust, and Jim Schwartz bust. It's funny because these are all come from the uh, the Bill the Bill Parcells tree, which is a lot better because uh, he's had uh, Sean Payton and Tom Coughlin. Uh, Steve Spagnoli, who was okay. I didn't mind Steve Spagnoli. I yeah. thought he was an okay coach. He was with the, the Chiefs, right? Chiefs, I think, I think, Giants, yeah. I think, for a second. Yeah, he was, he was solid. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not forget about Bill O'Brien, by the way. Bill O'Brien, Jim Swartz, Brian Flores is a, is a Belichick guy who was a good coach mm-hmm. and wrongfully got let go by the Dolphins. Joe Judge. Uh, yeah. So he's had some okay guys, I suppose. But the main event, the main event is Senator of like, yeah, he's, I mean, I don't think he's going to go to the Falcons just yet. He's obviously in no rush and he's going to wait and see what is out there. If if they say the Cowboys get upset by the Packers, I don't think that's going to happen. But if the Cowboys get upset by the Packers, we'll see what Jerry wants to do. Jerry could be interested in that. He wouldn't wouldn't go to the Cowboys. If the Eagles lose. He wouldn't go to the Cowboys because he would want more power than than what yeah, Jerry Jones Jerry, is ready yeah. to give up. Uh, if if the Eagles lose to the Bucks, we got to look at that. The Bills one, I just don't believe. I just don't believe he would with how everything ended with Robert Kraft. I'm assu- assuming him and the Krafts had a conversation. Said like, "Hey, go anywhere, but you can't go to the Bills, Jets, or Dolphins." And obviously the. Those are the way. And he 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 hates the Jets, so he wouldn't he wouldn't go to the Jets. And the Dolphins isn't open. And pretty much he said, "Don't go to Buffalo." Uh, Tampa oh, would but, be. But you think you think Robert Kraft can say that to Bill? You know oh, what Bill's not. gonna you know what Bill's gonna say back to him? You think you? This might be inappropriate, but I'm still saying it. Do you not? Do you not think that Bill knows all the massage parlors that Robert of Kraft course, used to go to? You think you think he you you think he Bob Bob got away with some stuff, but Bill probably still knows all the dirt on all that stuff. So you can't go and tell him nothing. Not wrong. That's why Bob was over there. Like, yeah, he'll always be a patriot. All this. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. Like, that's that read between the lines. Yeah, right yeah. You got anybody that has the secrets on you. You can't do them dirty like that. That's when all that exposure comes out. Pause. And literally, like, <laughs> well, he's going to look for the best because at the end of the day, my point is he's going to look for the best situation that he can to beat Dan Shula's record, right? He probably only wants to coach three more years, I'd say max 71, yeah. probably wants to retire by 75. 
I would say. Yeah. Um, so he's 15 wins away from Dan Shula. Falcons, of the teams that are don't have coaches right now, they probably have the best roster minus a quarterback right now for him to do that. Um, I don't think that's a 15 win roster next year, but could be a 12 win roster for him. And then one, and then the following season could get the record, but the Eagles are the next best one there. Other than that, like, and that's what he's going to be looking for. He's going to be looking for a team that he can go win a Super Bowl because Tom's also separated himself away, right? That and that's the big thing too. He he wants to get that one Super Bowl because Tom won without him. He's got to win without Tom. Tom very clearly, as of now, has won the divorce. Like yes. Very, very, very mm-hmm. well. 100%. So, so, like, Tom left and somehow looks looked better than when he was in New England. Like, like his legacy kind of increased when he went to, when he went to, um, fucking Bucks. Now, Bill, like, he, he took like a, a punch in the jaw. Like, he's, he's obviously going to be like the most accomplished and distinguished coach, you know, all that stuff. Um, but he took a point like he he took a haymaker like his 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 legacy kind of kind of took a, a big step back because he, like his record with Little Tom is like eighty nine and like hundred and fifty or something yeah, crazy bad. like that so it's bad, it's bad. yeah it's like that. so so like nobody's asking anymore was it Tom or Bill you know even though it's even though I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a legit question but no one's asking that everyone's just talking it up to being yeah it was Tom whereas before it was a question. You know, so it's kind of t- then, it's, to, to me, it's kind of tough with that, too, because uh, Brady left a good coach to go a great coach to go to a great coach. Like it yeah. was it wasn't like a bad situation. The problem that to me that really hurt Bill, to tell you the truth, was that year when Brady left. If you remember, Bill did not name an OC or a DC that season. He yeah. literally it was all right i am the head coach and everybody else is under me and no one knew who the like if you yeah it was like he was like all right brady's gone to a good coach i'm gotta prove that i'm a great coach so i'm not gonna name a oc i'm not gonna name a dc i'm gonna let you know that this is this is my system this is me and they did not look good at all. So, like, because I think the coaches were confused. The players didn't know who to go to. And Bill is just sitting down there like, run the ball. What? Okay. Now- that, <laughs> a, a big detriment to Bill has been he hasn't drafted well at all. Like, that's like a big knock on him and his legacy. Like, I don't think he's drafted a Pro Bowl skill position guy other than fucking um, Gronk. In yeah, fairness, think... in fairness, Gonzalez probably would have been that if he had a healthy season. He was on his track to that, so I'll give him credit on Gonzalez. Isn't that wasn't Gonzalez the cornerback? Yes. Yeah, but, but I'm saying offensively, skill player. Offensive. He was saying skill player. Oh, skill player. Yeah, I, I mean, he look at the receivers. They only drafted Gronk, and then they they had her Hernandez. They drafted Hernandez, but we all know what happened yeah. there. But like, yeah. like you could only. Offensive skill guy that they've drafted in 24 years that's been legit. So that's that's pretty. And then I mean, he played Troy Brown on both sides of the ball because he couldn't figure out to get a good receiver, right? I mean, they've never, other than Randy, like he got lucky with he got West from the Dolphins. They got lucky with Julian. I mean, Julian Edelman did that pod with Gronk and admitted like 
if Aaron, the stuff with Aaron doesn't happen, then I don't get the extra reps that I do and I'm not who I am. He's fully admitted that if that didn't happen, he's maybe not where he is. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, and I mean, that's the, the, the two, that's a, and I mean, um, Nick, we're talking about this point, Nick, of the running backs. And in the 24 years there, I can only really give, I guess, Ramon Stevenson some credit. But for the most part, I can only name one successful running back there, and that's Corey Dillon. Well, and then I I was thinking about it, and Calvin Ridley had a good year, but then he fumbled the ball twice the next year, and he was done. And that was it. You know, that's going to be an issue, I think, with – I, like I like I also said, Kyle Pitts is going to be amazing with Belichick. You know, of course. he's oh my a, God. amazing with tight ends. He builds tight ends. Yeah. He's nothing with the running. Uh, you know who's going to be amazing terrified. with him <laughs> is Juno Smith. With him, is going to yeah. be amazing. The both of them, it'll be like Gronk and Hernandez again. Yeah, Drake <sighs> might. But then it's, it's the say. question, the question of quarterback too. And we lost coach, by the way. Um, try to get him back here. Uh, if if you had to choose the quarterback right now, if you bring in Belichick, let's just say Senator, I don't think you're drafting a quarterback. You're kind of all in at that point. And I'm not even joking about this. Then you you have to be looking at the Russell Wilsons and the Kirk Cousins then. Isn't Sierra from Atlanta? So it was a certain rapper. <laughs> okay. If Belichick is there, to be honest with you, I think they still draft a quarterback and the only difference is they're going to, you might see them attempt to try trading up for a quarterback. Like that's, that's where the difference is. Uh, Because I think Belichick is going to want to continue with increasing the defense or I did see, I did see something that, um, they weren't looking at Penix. They were looking at. It's got to be the Michigan quarterback. A defensive, a, <laughs> no, they were looking at a defensive end to draft because Calais might retire, right? So, yes, you want you want to make sure that Grady, Grady Jarrett comes back and has some assistance because that's been the problem with Atlanta when it looked at their defense. It was you could double team Grady and no one else would be rushing. But if Belichick gets hired, I just honestly don't know what the direction is going to be. But all I know, it can't be worse than what it was this season. No, but again, you will probably, if if you get Belichick, I mean, I don't think Belichick would want to fuck with Russ, to be quite honest. I do think, I personally think the biggest free agent prize for two, three teams is Kirk Cousins. He is the biggest prize for for Vegas, he's a prize. Uh, for the Falcons, he's a prize. Buck for the Seahawks, he's the prize. They are all that level of reliant quarterback away. And I also think if I'm the commanders too right now, I'm looking if I can dish off Sam Howell, even if I get a fourth, right? I mean, Sam Howell in that offense with a good offensive line, we saw what he could do with a good with with time. He was leading the yard, leading yards, leading in touchdowns as well. Maybe not the maybe not the quarterback you want to feel the most confident going into the season, but there was times more than not that Sam Howell showed that he can be a QB one, and the Commanders obviously are going to probably take Drake May or Jaden Daniels at that second pick. So 
he could be an option for a lot of these teams as well. The the quarterback position after whoever they go with, rather be Vrabel, Ben Johnson, or Belichick, the Falcons' number one thing then is quarterback because it damn will not will not be Desmond Ritter. Hopefully more so just for Senators' health. My health is okay. It's only when Nick starts talking in the group <laughs> that it that it really pushes me over the edge because all it'll be like is that's another great drop back right there. Look at that. Yeah. Amazing. Can't stop watching. Entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most entertaining play in football, the Ritter drop back. It's a fact. Not even not even a ninety nine yard punt return. No, it is a Ritter drop back. 10 out well, of 10 so, every so out of the veteran quarterbacks or co- quarterbacks you could see available, Senator, who would you want? Out of I'm the veteran, my brain for this for me. Veteran quarterbacks, Flacco. Um, it's a fact. Flacco's on a one-year deal. He's going to yeah. be a free agent after this. Like, I would take a Flacco-Taylor-Heineke duel as my duel. Um. But if Flacco's not available, then I, I'm actually seriously asking this. I'm not. It would have about to. Be, this. It, w- it would have to be Cousins. It would. If have you to don't get Cousins, and if Mac Jones is available, because we no. did see a really good Mac Jones in the first season, no. we did. We saw a good Mac Jones. So maybe just a refresh of market can get Mac Jones to reset his mind again. No. If we get a Mac Jones drop back, amazing. No. Carson Wentz will be available too, and he showed he looked no. really good the other day. Man, you could have him. Trust me, be a Carson Wentz fan. I mean, no. look, I'm I'm getting ready to prepare myself for that because I believe my team could talk themselves into that potentially. Can Can Flacco play sixteen? Um, we'll find out. Like you know, like, but I mean that seriously, right? So he's he's done this for five weeks now, mm. right? And you saw him taking that nap on the bench. The whole world saw him taking a nap on the bench. Can he do it for 16? Well, the beautiful thing about the beautiful thing about Falcons games is they're usually one o'clock games. So so like right. he'll he'll be awake for it. Right. Yeah. Right. We don't really get primetime games. No. No. Right. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> then, if you sign Flacco, you might get every you might get every Sunday night game. That might that might be the thing. That's how they're gonna screw us over. But the beautiful <laughs> thing is, if you look at it, if you had a Flacco Heineke duo, he doesn't have to go yeah. sixteen weeks because then you Heineke is good for two games, and then you sit bench him. You do that. You give him like a little break in between. So it'd be like five on, two off kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay, I like yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Nice. The stats, the stats would be there, and he knows, and he knows how to throw to a tight end because Njoku looks disgusting when Flacco got in there. He he started killing. So like, I'm play a little... then, well, Amari Cooper had 200 yards, and Jerome Ford looks like a real running back with Flacco. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like he he's good for all those positions. Uh, okay, <clears throat> so there's some of the coaches. So I'm gonna play a minor game here because I don't. Do we we don't think any well, I guess the playoff teams, but as far as the non-playoff teams now, we think everyone that exit got rid of their coaches, we're done now, right? No, so, Dennis oh, Allen's out. You you do you still think Dennis Allen's out? I have a feeling Dennis Allen will be out because he lost the locker room. Yeah, oh, yeah. and I I'm talking to our friend Andy, who's a big Saints fan, he's said as much. I mean, he his uh his thought was 
if Dennis Allen isn't out, guys like Lattimore, Ramchuk, Alvin, all those guys could be shipped out because they're the Jimmy Graham. All those guys uh-huh. could be shipped out because they're just not going to go with Dennis. And there's obviously the Gruden rumors with them as well of bringing Gruden in, and we'll see what happens with that. And, and, and um, Taysom, Taysom's old too, right? Taysom Hill's like, I like think old, he's isn't 28, he? 28, 29, I think. Like that, yeah. Really? I thought he was early 30s. Okay, so like I guess a... bearing, bearing what we think the Saints might fire Dennis, other than that, we're good, right? That's the only one we're maybe waiting for is Dennis Allen. There, because there is one other job I'm surprised. Like, here, here's the one Belichick destination no one's talking about. If I'm Shad Khan, why am I not firing Doug Peterson and trying to bring Bill Belichick in? Because I don't want him in the South. I know you don't, but I'm just saying, <laughs> to if get I, him out of there. If I'm if I'm Shad Khan, you have just to fire Doug Peterson. Other than really that Philly Super Bowl, he doesn't really have a, a tremendous track record. You have a quarterback in Trevor Lawrence right now that people are really low on, but Belichick under a Trevor Lawrence, you have weapons there. You have a decent defense. You're in a division where I do think the Texans will fall out of the playoffs next year. Colts will rise. So Colts and Texans will be, you know, difficult to deal with. Uh, and uh, the Titans are rising up, but why would Shad Khan and the Jags not take a serious look right now, firing Doug Peterson and try to get Belichick? Waited too long. What if you don't get Belichick? That's why you have to, you have to talk to Bill and know you fire Doug. If you know you're going to bill, if not, then you, I mean, if I were them, I'd still fire Doug Peterson and get Mike Vrabel. He would go in the division. What yeah. I mean, I get it's I not, it's not so. even the defense. You need an offensive mind. You'd want a Ben Johnson because you need someone that can get Lawrence to where he's at because that starting eight and three and then the fall from there is embarrassing. Like, and Trevor Lawrence's stock, you mean, you were talking about it, Nick, just dynasty leagues. He's not in top 10. No. And even ETN had, like, he was the, he was RB one for the first like six weeks of the year. Yeah. And then went to like nothing the last 11 weeks. Yeah. If, if I were them, I would uh, I would fire Doug Peterson. It's not a direction uh, I think you want to go in next year. Oh my gosh! Don't tell me this. I was What's just that? looking at something because I was like, this would be the most hilarious thing in the world if Kellen Moore ended up being the head coach of the Jags because he just bounces around at this point right now. Oh, and then well, because of the 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 the, the flop from last year. But what I'm reading right now might be even worse. So, Nick, get prepared. Kellen Moore emerges as favorite to be head coach over Ben Johnson for the Carolina Panthers. Wow. Because why not? Let's go. Because why not? (laughs) Let's go. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. Okay. Well, I'd love is to have the, that in my division. This is part of the game I wanted to talk about. Was um, these teams that have free agencies? I want everyone to kind of put their. If you if you don't have an answer right now, and so you don't have an answer, but so these are the teams that have no coach right now. So Carolina, I guess. Are we thinking Kellen Moore? Kellen Moore. Let's go. Uh, for the Commanders, Commanders, I honestly don't know. I I mean, you do you promote Eric Benemy? Do you give him his chance? I feel like I, he he's always a bridesmaid, never a bride. I feel yeah. like that's going to be his career. I don't know if they don't give him this chance. 
I don't know. This might be it. He deserves it. Commanders. You know who I'm going to throw out there for Commanders? Because I saw Falcons um, tried to interview. Steve Wilkes. Oh. From the 49ers. Yeah, I've seen that around. That's a, that's a nice yeah. one. Um, the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to go with Belichick. It, it kind of seems like that's the case. We know where Nick is going because he can see the background. I, I think it's one of two guys. I think it's it's kind of like you guys were either getting Ben Johnson or getting Belichick. And my thoughts is Ben Johnson because I don't agree with you guys. So, yeah, Nick. I would love seriously, Ben Johnson. What would this yeah, podcast yeah. be if we all just agreed with each other? If you it get Ben be, Johnson, yeah, we're right, just going to be jealous. We're, no, one, I we'll would be happy for you. I'm going to be jealous of you. That's fun football. That's great football if Ben Johnson goes there. You're absolutely right. I think that's yeah. the move. I think that's honestly the move, and I would. Yeah. I think that's the best move. I'm. I'm fucking around saying the Belichick Belichick stuff. I think it's. I think it might happen, like realistically. <laughs> but I would love to see the Ben Johnson move with that offense. I think it'd be amazing. Yeah, Ben Johnson's the one I would want for you. I'm just worried because Arthur Smith. He in the past went off after Bill Parcells, Joe Gibbs. He's been aggressive at these types of coaches. So that's and when do you guys do you guys you guys have a Super Bowl hosting soon? Do you not? I think two years. Yeah, so I wonder too if that's part of it too. Of like we have Bill Belichick here, we could go to a Super Bowl in Mercedes Benz. I'm still gonna go with Ben Johnson. Yeah, obviously, but I have a feeling it's gonna be Belichick. But I want uh, Ben Johnson. Seattle, we're all thinking Dan Quinn. I'm assuming. Yeah, bring him or back. Rabel, or bring Rabel. him back home. Um. Patriots, May or April, I'm guessing, right? It's pretty. pretty I think it's. I think I've pretty. I've heard all. All I've heard is Mayo linked to it. Yeah. And then um, Vegas Raiders. Oh, there's two more, but Raiders are one. We'll go to the other one after. I'll talk about the Raiders quick. I would assume they'll give AP the job. You know, I'm hoping. It's it's again. It's a team that's down to two people right it's down to harbaugh if he comes and it's down to ap no harbaugh's staying in college i i just think when you have i guess i'll I'll kind of just talk well i'll come back to the raiders in a second i'll do my ap spiel in a second here uh really quickly the chargers rapes variable yeah um with vegas we'll kind of go over our weeks really quick a little senators kind of already talked about his week before we get to these playoff matchups um you know what a fun season, what a what a shit start of the season, and what a fun end. This is the most positive I've ever been about my team. Not making the playoffs, I just felt happy after. It was just a really happy, cool ending to the season, and I don't think I'll feel like this ever again. Not making the playoffs, but it, it was a satisfying season compared to you guys. Know where where those that Lions game particularly? I was down. I was down in the dumps, and AP brought back the culture, brought back everything, and the fact too. We've seen the cigars and everything in the locker room, but. To, to see Marcus Allen and Seawood and Fred Belifnikov and all these Raider legends in the locker room with the current players and to hear guys like Josh Jacobs outright admit, like, I'll take a discount if he comes back. Max Crosby talking about, like, he'll come back. Devontae, not even just saying, like, this is the best team I've been about. This is the best. It's almost team suicide 
for Mark Davis not to bring AP back at this point. Because if he doesn't come back, I, I don't think Max would demand a trade. And Max on another team is going to be really weird because he has two giant Raider tattoos on both of his elbows. So he's got to be covering those up. But you're going to piss up Devontae. JJ's going to be at the building. What Jack Johnson's been able to do with that team, what Coons has been able to do, you took a defensive team that was giving up 25 points uh, to start with uh, Josh McDaniels, and now they're, they were down to 15 points averaged, and now you get to draft and add to that. Uh, and I'm not opposed to bringing Aiden O'Connell back as a quarterback next year either. I'm not opposed yeah, to you, it. Yeah, you are. I'm not 100% opposed to it. Oh, um, man. If you want to go more than 9-8, and eight, you got to get another quarterback. Yeah, we probably need another one. But if if – if it ends especially, up being Aiden, especially, especially if Aaron gets his wide receiver, yeah, that's not happening. Devontae's not going anywhere. Well, it depends. You, on don't, the coach. Think, you if, don't think so? If AP's there, no. If AP's not there, then we'll have this discussion. But if AP's there, one million percent, no. Okay. No one's going anywhere. Um, we'll see. It's if if I have an AOC or Aaron Rodgers, my big homie, who's going to give me every target in the universe. Yeah, it's not exactly his choice, though. It's the organization's choice as well. And they have – the Raiders have never been one to deal with people saying, I don't want to play here. Like, okay, well, whatever. I guess it's not the NBA. You're right. It's the NFL. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Harbaugh is interesting because he's a winner, and obviously he wants to get back into that Super Bowl. He never won. But you just – you look at the Lions, you just can't fuck culture up, man. You can't You can't mess with culture. There's a you can get guys that have X's and O's to come and be an offensive coordinator, or if you know Patrick Graham got denied from interviewing for jobs, so that means to me that they want to keep most of the the staff there. So it's uh it's frustrating. I just want it done. I just want it done. I don't I don't know what we're waiting for. I guess we're waiting for Harbaugh to make his decision because I don't think they're they're not bringing in a Ben Johnson. They're not bringing in anybody else. It's it's all about AP. So. I, I don't know what's taking so long. Hopefully we can get it done soon so we can just kind of move on. And and, and Champ Kelly, too, is GM. Let's see how there's, no one's talking about that as much, but Champ and AP together. And, uh, yeah, so we'll uh, – a full season with AP would be really, really fun to see. So uh, before we go to Senator, because he's kind of talked much about the Falcons, but, Nick, just the end of your Colts season and – I feel bad for Godson. I don't think he got as abused and tortured on social media as I thought he would. So that's good. No, I mean, it is what it is. You know, it's, it was a shitty end to a surprisingly good season. Um, and I'll take it, you know, um, if we keep all the pieces and we add, you know, a top 10 quarterback next year, um, you know, I feel real good about where we're going next year. Um, I feel real good about Steichen as a head coach. Oh my God, that I feel great about him as my head coach. Um, you know, yeah, we got some, there were some issues and it, it is what it is, but you know, without Taylor for the first six games of the year, without uh, Richardson for, you know, 14 and a half games this year, um, going nine and eight, you know, missing the playoffs by a catch. Um, I was talking, I was talking to me and Josh were talking, I think, uh, the one position that the Colts need to address is tight end. Mo Ali Cox ain't uh-huh. it. Um, I think that fourth and one, um, I was pissed that Jonathan Taylor wasn't on there. That was some Pete Carroll bullshit on that one. But otherwise, uh, we, that's a tight end play. That's a tight end play. And we don't have a tight end that we can rely on. 
you know, so my hope in the draft is the Colts pull some trickery and uh, we move ourselves up to that seventh or eighth pick and we can get Bowers uh, because I think that's the key that we've been missing. We haven't had a tight end in a decade, you know, not since like Cody Fleeter, you know, or hey, Dallas Clark. Give so Ebron like, some respect. Right. And Ebron, you know, but it's like, you know, we, we haven't had that. We haven't had a, a strong, strong tight end in a long, long time. And that's the one key piece. And that fourth and one absolutely exposed that. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right about that one. I don't know what they were thinking. Well, no, I understand why they took him out, why they took Taylor out. Cause I don't think uh Godson Goodson? Goodson. 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 Um yeah. I don't think anybody was expecting the pass to go to him. On top of that, as much as as bad of a fumble as it was on the catch. It also goes back to Gardner on that throw because yeah. it shouldn't oh, have been yeah. so. It shouldn't have been so behind. If oh. you if you led led him and then he was running into it, that was a guaranteed touchdown. Even right there, that was just. It was like they were playing to. It was like they were playing to pick up the first down rather than to win the game at that point. On that throw, yeah. yeah. Yep. So it was just it was just a tough way to lose. I remember I think I messaged in the group right after. I was like, can't believe like that's the way how it ended. But y'all team your team has a solid coach, top fifteen coach for sure. Um, probably even maybe top twelve at this point right now. You guys are going to be getting back your the biggest thing is health for your quarterback for Richardson because when you add Richardson back in he's gonna he needs to go call uh Tua find out what jujitsu class he went to so that he can learn how to because he didn't really know how to slide that same thing with old Lamar not knowing how to slide at that point Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you watch these quarterbacks like a uh, Josh Allen or uh, Lamar, you think you can do the exact same thing because you're kind of built the same way, whatever. But you're also the quarterback. You got to take better care of yourself. He was he was taking way too many hits in that first four games, and it was insane. Yeah, so I kind of agree with you, Nick. I would uh, fix the uh, tight end position, but maybe the secondary secondary. Could use another piece there. I mean, I think you and I will be going after one of the same guys. I saw in a chart Johnson from the Bears. That's a free agent. Yep. After the Bears, the two top teams were Colts and Raiders. I'm like, well, Perfect. one of us is going to be getting this guy. <laughs> right. And he's good. And he doesn't want to be there. Right. They'll probably franchise him, though, I'm assuming. Unless they franchise Fields. Is he, he's not a free agent. No, he's got one more year. No, he has yeah. to. They can pick up the fifth year option, and then franchise him. So here's the last game. We're going to be two more games, and we'll get to these playoff picks here. So each of us that have followed us, we all have our teams here. Obviously, Falcons, uh, Falcons fan. I'm a Raider fan. Nick's a Colts fan. So the two of us that don't represent that team, you're going to say one thing that you want for that other person's team. So Senator for Colts and Raiders and me for Falcons and Colts and Nick for you for F- 
Falcons and Raiders, one thing that you want to see them add or change to improve them in the uh, in the offseason? So, Senator, you can start with Raiders or Colts. You can go with whatever team you want to go with first. Ooh, okay. Um, I will go with the Raiders first because I think that one to me is sim- simpler for me. Drop the interim title. Yeah. Simple. Uh, for the Colts. What about players for the Raiders? Players for the Raiders. <laughs> Mr. Unlimited. It's not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. It's not happening. Let's do it. I want to see. I know it. where he's going too. He's going to New York. That's my no. pick. He's going to New York. No, nah, they'll get Jaden Reed. That's where he wanted to go when he wanted to get traded originally. Uh, but no, nah, uh, for jokes, period. Jokes, Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> but uh, in seriousness, I would say I would say you guys I would say drafting another corner or safety yeah, that's would, be, too. would be a really, really big thing for your team. I think mm-hmm. your your front line is your front line is pretty strong. You have developing safeties and corners, but yeah. you want to make sure that whatever scheme that you're playing, whether it's man-to-man or cover or zone, like you need those players that can switch out if you need to switch out or that can yeah. play. Like you have to create that true identity of what your defense is. And I don't know for sure if your team actually created that this season. I think they were lean, heading towards they were yeah. heading towards it, but ha- having like a young player that can step in if you're gonna go cover two, that can cover that can knows what they're doing. Yeah, I think having Johnson uh, in the backfield there, the secondary helped, and then having Wilson get off the injury and start developing off the edge helped a lot because it took some of the double teams away from Max. Yeah. And having Koontz, you, they haven't had a good middle linebacker in forever, so having Koontz and Spaline do what they were doing helped as well. Um, for the Colts, I think you said it perfectly. I think you said a tight end is what you needed. Um, I don't know for sure what his contract situation is, and I. But you've watched a few Falcon games because of your favorite player, Ritter. Um, but a player like Michael Pruitt would be good for would be good for your team. Mm-hmm. Like he's not really being used as much on the Falcons because they have Janu, they have Pitts. But a player like a Michael Pruitt, because he likes to block, so he's a good blocking tight end, and that seemed to be Ritter's go-to guy in the end zone, to tell you the truth. And I think on those short yardage, that would be a player. So I would don't know exactly what his contract situation is, but like if he's a free agent, I would say go pick him up because I don't think you'd have to pay him too much. Yeah. compared to the thing because he hasn't really been showcased as much as he should be. Uh, I'll go next really quick here. Uh, Falcons, offensively, you're good. There's not too much you really need to change in the offense. You just need a better coordinator offensively, right? That's the the offense is good. You need a quarterback, 
and he bit her okay. coordinator. I was, like, I, was like, <laughs> I was waiting for it. I'm like, Ritter, Ritter season, let's go. <laughs> no, you need, a, you need a quarterback. I, I again, if if you don't plan on drafting a quarterback, I do think Sam Howell, for a value of a fourth round or a fifth round pick, is worth looking into if you're Atlanta. Now, obviously, that's not a guy you exactly want to rest your laurels on, but we did see that he can be top in passing yards, top in touchdowns, if he has a better O-line. So potentially that's someone for a cheaper value. I would look at it and then maybe still draft a quarterback, maybe down to the lower runs, maybe the uh, maybe a Bo Nix, maybe a JJ. Hopefully, I know if you get panics, that'd be a dream come true. But I'm gonna do something like that. Obviously, you need someone to uh, potentially uh, help uh, Calais replace that side, helps inside inside an interior line. Their secondary is fucking dynamo. Uh, special teams is great. So there's there's not a lot. That's why this job is so alluring because there's not a lot of things. The record is not indicative of what this team should have been. It was just poor coaching and poor quarterback play. It's really what it comes down to this. You and I talked about it at the start of the season, Senator, this should have been a 12 to 11 win team for the, for the Falcons. That loss to the Panthers was the downfall to everything. It wasn't even the Arizona loss. It was the Panthers loss. And, yeah. and if there was, if there was ever a time to say that for sure, Ritter was not the dude, it was that last turnover yeah. in the fourth quarter. Like, yeah. Was that a uh, primetime game? No. No. Oh, okay. No. Uh for Nick for the Colts, as I mentioned, Johnson from the Bears would be huge. The the one that I noticed the Colts the last few games is secondary is okay, but they don't have like a stud. Like they don't have like a Patrick Sertan, like Darrell Rivas type of shutdown corner. The defense is good on the end is good. Maybe a little more help in the middle linebacker spot potentially. Their special teams is okay. Gay seemed to be a good kicker, but if you got another one, I don't think it's the end of the world. Um, mention the tight ends. Even going for a guy maybe like a Noah Fant, even just that level of a tight end, if you can't draft a tight end, looking for someone like that for more consistency. Because like you said, it's been like in fantasy, not the fantasy is the end-all be-all, but you because like Colts, tight end. And they're just, it's Mo, it's Mo Cox or fill in the fill in there. So getting that tight end spot and not just having a good tight end there, maybe getting a blocking tight end as well. Kind of what we had with having Hooper, who's a good blocking tight end and can catch and then having a rookie like mayor. So you could find an Austin Hooper level guy that is a good blocking tight end and can catch. And then, uh, and then the other thing too, is one more receiver, one more really good receiver. If, if somehow if Coleman, I, they probably will go more defensive or maybe, maybe who knows, even O-line in that first round. If Coleman from Florida State falls to you guys, I would love if the Colts took him because that's a great edition. Downs is fine, but he's like T.Y. light, and he's just not going to be a number two guy. You still need a number two guy to Pittman. Downs will get you, what, 400 yards, maybe three touchdowns in a season, and that's fine. But you need – I think you need one more receiver. I mean, if you can go out and get Higgins, this I, and I would expect – the Colts will be one of those teams that potentially look at a guy like Higgins and throw a bag at him. The Colts will be, uh, the Chiefs will be there too, but get one more receiver to put next to Pittman because with AR coming in next year, you want that offense to be revved up high. Um, We need a number one receiver potentially because yeah. Pittman's like a free agent. You know? oh, there you go. Didn't know that. Right. So, so we got to spend some money on him. We just spent money on Taylor. We got Richardson on a, on a rookie contract. So we're paying some guys, but we're not paying – you know maybe maybe um i would like to keep Pittman. i think Pittman is uh you know a premier you know wide receiver when he's healthy he's one of the best 
Yeah. Um, he proved that this year too. Like he, he crushed this year when he did play and, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I think we do need to lock him up, but I think we do need someone. Yeah, whether we draft someone or whether we sign somebody, we definitely need a wide receiver for sure. Yeah. Okay. You know, your uh, Falcons and uh, Raiders fixtures. Um, all right. So we'll start with the start with the Raiders. Um, let's start with that one. Um, I think first. All right. I know you love Zamir, but you guys gotta get Jacobs going. That guy is a premier running back in the yeah. NFL. That guy is a premier running back and he needs to get going. Um, and you need to, they need to make that move, you know, get him whatever he needs because he is a premier running back. Yeah, I think you go 70 30 next year. If not 75 25, honestly, like he's like, get him in, get him involved in the passing. His best year was what he caught 40 balls or whatever it was, you know, two years ago. Like he's, he can do it. They just never did it. McDaniels never did it for him. He just never gave him the ball. So I think AP needs to kind of go back to that, you know, that year, two years ago, that contract year when he just absolutely lit up the NFL, you know, and go back to that and go back to that script. He's 26 years old. He's still got years left on him. Yeah. Right. Like he's not old. Like, you know, we're not talking about Derrick Henry. We're not talking about Austin Eckler. We're like, you know, it seems like he's been in the league forever, but he's like 26. I think they Uh saved him too. I think that's one of the reasons they didn't play him as much because they just, there was no need to. The season was done. If, if, if we would have won that Colts game, I guarantee you he would have played that Broncos game. Guarantee. Yep, probably. Yep. But, uh, yeah, no, I, th- I think that's one of the big ones. Um, and, obviously, I I think you need a quarterback, honestly. Yeah, you know, we, do. It's, we whether do. Whether it's a drafter or sign, sign a – you know, if 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 uh, the, the Hawks let Geno go, get Geno in there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get I'd rather have guard. AOC. Get an old, get an old guard in there. No, no, no. I'd get rather an old guard in there, man. Nah, you need some veteran veteran in there. I'd rather have AOC than Gino. Would you? Yes. Would you? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. What about the know. Falcons? Um, I mean, their their offense is uh, is amazing. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think they have any holes. Oh wait, yes, they have. Uh, if they sign Ritter, <laughs> they got to keep Ritter. They got to keep him just well, on he's, the bench. He's on a rookie just deal. He'll be there. on the team. He's I on his third to... year of his rookie deal. He has to get some snaps next year for me. For me. He has to. He has to come in when they're winning 41 to 3 and he plays the fourth quarter. I gotta see it. So they I I have I have to. But he can't start next year. He cannot start next year. He can't. That's gonna be their entire season. If if Ritter is starting week one, I will be extremely happy as uh someone who um likes to shit talk but as an nfl oh. fan i will hate it i will hate it as uh as a pure i want to see the uh, falcons actually do something because i think this offense um can be amazing and they need something to unlock it you know and hopefully this coaching uh change um you know and a quarterback upgrade i think that's it there you go all right and then my last question to you before we get to the picks, and the picks have something on the line this year. We're actually going to keep track of the playoff picks, by the way. Mm. And next year bracket. we'll be keeping we'll be keeping track of all the regular season picks and leave records. That's one thing I've been mm. told you guys to leave, like have that on the line every single week because sometimes like Josh just throws out a fucking upset to throw up an upset. I'm like, I do. Fuck it, why not? But now we actually put some stuff on the line. 
everything. But my, my one question to you guys, we kind of talked about it, but the big dilemma everyone's talking about this week is the Bears. They have the first pick. I'll let you go, Senator. Then you go, Nick, and then we'll move on to our playoff picks here. Senator, what are the Bears doing? Are they going to trade Marvin Harrison, trade Fields, or trade down with the Patriots or something else for that first pick? Like I said, I said at the beginning of the pod, I think that they should trade the first pick, trade down, try to get a third, and maybe you probably can get a third and a second round pick off of the first one, off of yeah. the first pick, because there's a lot of feeling that this is a generational talent coming in in Caleb Williams. So if you're going to do that, you can you can score a big heist off of it. Because then you can grab a Marvin, you can grab probably a tight end in the second round. And now you give DJ Moore some assistance. Yep. Like, and I think they're keeping fields because I don't think they would have kept the coach if they're not keeping fields at this point. If yeah, they can't yeah. trade that first pick, do you take Caleb anyways? If you can't trade the first pick, I think you're still drafting Marvin. Okay. But I think I think okay. that if you can trade down to even you might even be able to trade down to two to tell you the truth and get a second and a, mm-hmm. a second and a second or a third round pick like you're you can still get a good tight end from a, or a good player in the third round like you might even get a you might even get an unknown wide receiver that comes in and actually can play now you have three four potential decent wide receivers on that team like who's who's making that move who is isn't the commanders third commanders are second i don't remember commanders are second it could be the commanders like right right there and there okay and he played for he played for usc magic is big in california like Caleb hasn't declared officially yet, right? Hasn't. Not that I remember. I don't think so yet. Yeah, I mean, the thing I I will say this much to the Bears is they're not trading past that third pick. That's 100% not happening. Because they will either take Caleb, take Drake, or take Marvin. So more than likely take Caleb or take uh, take Marvin. That's kind of... Where it's going to go. So they're either going to trade down to the, they're not going to trade back to, let's say, the Falcons or let's say the Raiders or to the Seahawks who want to trade up and restart their franchise. That's just not happening because you have this level of uh, a pick and to know that a guy like Marvin Harrison is there, you're not going to lose the opportunity to take a guy like that. That's why I think it's smart to finagle where you're going to go. Now, though, though you got to be careful with the commanders because the commanders could be like, hey, we're going to keep Howell and we're going to trade down this pick to someone that wants to trade up and take Marvin. And then you're stuck at three and you're like, shit. There's a fact. So there is, there, there is that factor of being the commanders do have that over them. of think like, okay, yeah, you trade down to the Patriots. Well, who said we're drafting a quarterback? We could still draft Marvin there. So all declarations have to be done by Monday. So by next week, pod will know. All the all the people that actually declared, yeah, because the deadline is the fifteenth. So, you know who dropped his freaking stock up in the national championship? Shouts to Big Blue is Blake Horn. Holy shit! Oh yeah, 
that's a guy's stock that just went right through the roof. All right. Let us go to our playoff picks. Everyone's saying, finally. I know. We're here. There's just a lot of stuff to cover this week. Uh, you don't have to hear about me, Nick, and Senator's annoying teams anymore. <laughs> now, well, you might hear about me and Senator's team still, but Nick's team, unless something dramatic happens, you won't be hearing about Nick's team till the offseason, though. All right. First game, we're not, and this is not by the spread. You can say you'll take the spread. This is straight up picks for what we're doing mm. to see who has the best record after playoffs, right? So the spread is Cleveland is favored by two going into Houston. Nick, we'll start off with you. Browns, Texans. Man. Um, I'm going with the Browns because I think that defense is ready. I think Flacco's ready. And uh, Houston, um, I don't know if it's Stroud's year yet. Yeah, I, um, I'm i going to go with the Browns too. That defense, it's ready to eat. It is, it's been carrying this team all year. Flacco just took a different level with quarterback play. And Ford's been great. I mean, more can you say right now? And I, I think it's a really cool story that Houston's there, but I'm not even second up to Nick. Houston shouldn't be there. It should be the Colts. It should be the Colts right now that's in this position. Um, and then I maybe have a different output of maybe look at this game potentially, and we would have got that really fun rematch of that great game that we had. But uh, I think it's a fun story that the Texans got there. CG might have a good game, but James Steichen's uh, probably going to get coach of the year. But uh, no, not Steichen. Who's their coach again? Stefanski. So many Stefanski. s's. Stefanski is going to probably get coach of the year. I'm going to go with the Browns, Senator. I am going with the Texans because okay. you don't. You don't know what you don't know. And that's the thing. Like, this is filled with storylines. Flacco has never gone one and done in the playoffs. That could end. Uh, D'Amico Ryan might just really lead the Texans to a win. I think the last time Texans were in the playoffs was the very crucial meltdown against the Chiefs. So... This is, yeah, and they may actually have a sold out, sold out arena. This one, so they might actually get really loud compared to, compared to the entire season. <laughs> Every other game this year. Every other game, yeah. yeah. It it literally took the college football for them to get their first sold out football game this whole yeah. season. So let's uh. The Texans will be loud in there. So I'm going to choose the Texans. And speaking about Texas, poor Arch Manning. Poor guy. Yeah, Archie's, Archie's okay. The transfer's coming. He's okay. The, trans, the transfer yeah, pool he's... is coming. The transfer pool is coming. I don't even think he's good. I think he'll say, you know, I think he's the second highest NIL player. Like, he he's the only he uh, can... one season then, though, as a starter. He is a Manning. Oh, I know. I'm just it, saying. It, it only one not, season as a starter. It, does it doesn't matter if he doesn't even start. <laughs> like the teams, teams are gonna go there and be like, "I saw him practice." He might just want. To, that's what I'm just saying. He might just want to play. That's the thing. So yeah. it's interesting if he does go in the transfer portal or not. Um. Okay. Did so- you see that? Did you see the the press conference when they were having the press conference and they were interviewing the oh, Texas for, for, for Texas? Irwin? Yeah. 
and then and arch no so they had the press conference where they're asking like the texas i forget what his name is qb1 for texas the one that just came back uh, yeah Yeah. and then right behind him archie was standing there with more media presence there than him sitting at the podium amazing so like archie's good man archie's making mills just not doing we all want to see him play too i think that's the thing too we all want to watch arch manning play right force Someone like Nick that doesn't watch college football, Arch Manning, he's please. in. <laughs> he's in. Yeah, he, he'll just have a year left. It's okay. <laughs> I, I mean, he'll watch one a, good year of football, and that's it. <laughs> I think Irwin's was probably thinking too. Like, there's a lot of good quarterbacks in this draft. If I go next year, I could be one of the top five quarterbacks taken next year. I don't have that chance this year, and I have a chance to win a national championship if I stay as well. So it was a win-win for Irwin's to stay. It was the right decision. Yeah. Next up, he won't be number one. I think QB right now is Sander is Sanders right now for next year, I believe. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um next up, Miami going to Kansas City. It is uh it's lovely in Kansas City right now. You watched any videos yet? Woo woo. Yes, I saw. (laughs) Uh Kansas City is favored by five. I don't know if Taylor will be in attendance. I'm assuming she will. Uh, we don't know the status yet of Waddle or Mozart at this point. Senator, Kansas uh-huh. City or the Dolphins? Give me the Chiefs because Taylor Swift turned to turn to her bo- her boo, her boyfriend, her the love of her life, and just played him the friggin' Joe Joe Coy monologue from the golden globes <laughs> and said i can't have two losses this week okay and so t- and so kelsey's gonna ball out this game so give me the chiefs if not if they if they lose do we have another wine shot of angrily drinking some wine uh, like we did for the joko <laughs> golden globes um no nah, she'll be going? chugging beer she'll chug yeah. beer this one yeah nick where are you going uh chiefs Man, the two is not going to play in this weather. Come on, come on. Yeah, you just can again. only save you so much, right? Yeah. Like he can't save you from this much snow. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's it's, it's going to be a wild game. Tyreek's going to be sliding all over the place. He can't hit the brakes that fast. It's going to be wild. Gotta feel bad for Miami. They get they do a really have a fun season, have a good season. They get the playoffs, and half the team is hurt. Uh, like it's happened last year. Like Javon Holland's probably not playing. Xavier Howard's Xavier out. Howard. Yep. Bradley Chubb is done for the season. Like it just, I, I Jalen Phillips is hurt. Waddle might not play. Moser might not play. I know they have H hand, but Moser's been awesome this year. It's I got I got to do feel bad for the Dolphins because just like last year when they had Skyler Thompson in a quarterback, it's just like man, you guys had a good season. You got to the playoffs, and then December just everything gets. I can't go against Kansas City in the first round. Patrick Mahomes isn't lo- he's not losing a first round matchup, not yet. So I'm gonna go with Kansas City in this one. I was gonna make a corny joke, but I still Do think it. I should Do make it. it anyways. Do it. <laughs> Do it. This is this well, Miami is the definition of hard knocks. Literally. Yeah. And this is this should this should just show you never do the in season ter- in season hard knocks ever again. <laughs> if you're the a playoff had, team. Oh no, the Cardinals that the Cardinals had it last yeah. year. The Cardinals yeah. had it in, last year. Uh, <laughs> next up, I don't think we have too much to say about this game. It's um, it's Bills and it's Steelers, and there's no T.J. Watt in this game. They really should have put this game on the Saturday. 
first, I really would prefer that they did this on the Saturday. That would have been way better. Um, I'm picking Buffalo. Just not even, and I'll take the spread too. It's ten. This is you don't even really have to if you're not a Buffalo or Steelers fan. You don't even have to really wake up on the on the West Mountain Time area to really watch this whole game. You could probably even go out with your your partner and do stuff in the morning. Don't have to really worry about this game, Buffalo. Josh is so disrespectful. <laughs> Come on, and it's and I'm not saying I'm not saying about the football game. I'm saying like if she doesn't understand, it's still playoffs, and you gotta watch every snap. Like, like is that is game, that man. really is that really the one for you? You don't um, have to watch this game. I mean, in where we are right now, you 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 don't want to go out, so you watch this game. Exactly, and I. I'm watching every snap of this game because I need to find out if miraculously there's another 90 that pops up on the field and it's not TJ, but it's JJ. JJ. So oh. I'm going to be watching all of them. Um, give me the bills to win this one. Yeah. And I already know who Nick's picking because this is his, this is his squad right now. So, right. This is my squad right now. I'm a, I'm a Josh Allen truther this year. Um, <laughs> and um, we're, I mean, we'll get to it, but my two Super Bowl picks are playing on Sunday. Okay, we'll get to so, that after. Yes, okay. uh, the Bills will be one of them, and they will be starting with the Steelers. My two Super Bowl picks may be playing on Sunday as well, Nick. Ooh. Uh, Green Bay Packers travel to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Cowboys have been pretty good at home. The line in this one is seven, Senator. All right, I told my friend I was going to do this, and I'm going to do it. Give me the Packers. Wow, Shauna, shout out. Honestly, this is one of those games where I don't trust either team to do anything, and I know C.D. Lamb is going to go off, but Dallas is really, Dallas is not that good against the run. So, it is who can stay on the field longer. And I think that's where the Packers has a little more advantage. So I'm choosing the Packers to cover the spread. Actually, I'm choosing the Packers to win. Well, Senator, guess what? You're not alone. I'm doing it too. It's the Cowboys. It's the playoffs. For those here in Canada, it's like the Leafs. This team doesn't get out of the first round. This team doesn't get out of their own way. I guess they got out of the first round last year, but so did the Leafs, and then what happened? Uh, sometimes you're just hot at the right time, and this Packers team has everything going at the right time. Stephen Gilmore might not play. That would be interesting with that secondary, and they don't have uh, Watson playing anymore, but they just have all of a sudden all these guys. Jaden Reed has turned into a dynasty-level fantasy receiver. He's turned into a top-10 receiver the last few weeks here. Maybe not over the, old, the overall season, but in the last five weeks – Eastern just said Wicks came out of nowhere and he's be, been a stud. Uh, they got Musgrave back at the tight end position. He's been great. They've been able to run the ball fantastic. The defense has been able to step up. Uh, and it's the Cowboys and it's the playoffs. And we've seen they're at home. That's the only thing that makes me question this because it's at home and Dallas has been very good at home. But give me the Green Bay Packers. Nick, are you going to sweep it for us? Um. I got to keep the show interesting, right? We can't all pick the same. There can't be any continuity. I mean, we just had the Bills, I guess. Um, all right, so the Packers have the number one quarterback in the last six weeks. Yep. 
they are hot at this at the right time. Man. For sure. However, okay. however, <laughs> however, um, I think Dak is coming to play. He's going to chuck 400 and CD's going to have another 200 game. And I think it's just too much for the young Packers team to deal with it. So I'm going with the Cowboys. I just, I just want to look up one thing real quick. If you could give me two seconds to look this up. Yeah. While you're doing that, I was uh, just kind of going through the injury report then really quickly. Uh, Like I said, uh, I mean, Watson might play in this game. He has a hammy. As I've always said in here, I don't trust hammies losing Eric Stokes sucks even talking to shauna remember shauna came on here and talked about how much she loves stokes she jinxed it and then stokes uh got hurt aaron jones is questionable aj Dillon is questionable and year alexander is questionable i think all the questionable guys will play for the cowboys i would say the one thing for them is there's no real big injury other than stephen gilmore being hurt i just remember now too looking at their injury report remember this is the team that lost trevon diggs early on in the season Right. And the defense has still looked great. Well, because Parsons is a fucking animal. And Parsons. And, and, yeah. and Gilmore turned the clock back a little bit, too. Uh, okay. I think Gilmore's going to play this game. Let's be real. Yeah. And I will say, before you go, Senator, the, the thing, too, with the Cowboys is the running game. They have no running game. Until they get Derrick Henry next year before he, after he turns down the Ravens offer. That's fine. Because contractually, me and Nick have decided every running back has to talk to the Ravens first. <laughs> right. That's the first they call. Make a decision the That's the yeah. first call. That's yeah. the first call. Yeah. I just wanted to go over this part here. Uh, Dak Prescott season stats with all the wins and all that stuff, right? 4,516 passing yards, 36 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Jordan Love, with the up and down year that he had, mm-hmm. still threw for 4,159 mm-hmm. yards, mm-hmm. 32 touchdowns, mm-hmm. and 11 interceptions. He yep. is second in the league for touchdown while Dak's, Dak is first. Yep. So this will be a very interesting game. It's going to be a great game, yeah. regardless. Yeah. This is going to be a shootout. I don't know if that 50 and a half is high enough. I don't know yeah. if it is either. Like this could yeah. be a shootout. This could be yeah. like in the thirties for both teams. We're going to have to talk about maybe uh, a pod parlay, some players, any type of touchdowns and some overs as well. We do that off the, off the, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a good, uh, that's a good uh, chat conversation. CD, CD, CD lab touchdowns over one and a half. A hundred percent. Actually, I'm interested. What, what game do you think is going to be higher scoring? I think we know the answer. Is it going to be, Packers, Cowboys, or Lions, Rams? Cowboys. Wow. Bills, Steelers, because Bills might put up 40-something, <laughs> and yes. Steelers put up, like, 18. Yeah. Wow, that's, a, that's, a, that's a flex. It's 35 and a half right now for that, Senator. Of the, course. The, yeah. the, the Bills might get 35 on their own. You're it's going 35 and a half, and the, and the spread is 10. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Sunday night football. Rams, Lions, Nick. Three and a half for the Lions in Detroit. Lions trying well, to find their first playoff win since 1991. Yes, and it ain't going to happen because the Rams are going to the Super Bowl and they're starting here with the Lions. Stafford back. Nick, do you and I have the Detroit. same Super Bowl? 
Do you want to I have, have the same oh, Super Bowl? I got the Rams and Bills. Yeah, that's my Super Bowl. Yeah. That's my Super Bowl too. I'm picking the Rams as well. I just think yeah. the Rams are hot right now. Um, and no Laporta scares me a lot because I have seen as good as St. Brown has been a security blanket for Goff, Laporta has. McVeigh knows Goff inside out. He's yep. going to dice, he's dissected every part of his brain. Yep. He knows how he works. Kyron Williams is, I believe, RB2 right now in the league. Yeah. Uh, Demarcus Robinson's came up as a receiving option, not to mention with what Cooper Cup can do and Puka Nakua and Atwell. And you had Higby in there. You have one of the best defensive players in the league that no one ever really talks about it with Aaron Donald anymore and wants to put some respect on his name. Yeah, give me the Rams. And we'll talk about whenever they face San Francisco because you can't tell me McVeigh is not ready for that. I think the sorry, sorry, Senator. I'm gonna yeah, I was go gonna ahead, say um, the Aaron Donald thing is gonna be huge because if anybody else knows Goff as well as McVeigh, it's Aaron Donald. Yeah, and he's gonna throw Goff off that game. He's yeah. gonna talk all the shit, expose all the secrets. Yeah. When they had that game against Baltimore, that's when I started like, okay, the Rams are for for real. They are a for real team. Uh, Senator, who are you going with? If Laporta was there, I was mm-hmm. going to choose the Lions. And I think as much as everyone's looking at the Stafford going back to... You should know, Laporta right? is questionable. There is a chance no. Laporta will play. There is a chance. Unless, unless he's fully that. healthy. That's what I'm saying. Unless he's fully healthy. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, I was really there. I really wanted Detroit to do this one because of that. Of course. Because... No, Mainly, not because I wanted Detroit to get the win, but I wanted Jared Goff to get his redemption against the Rams. Mm-hmm. But with no Laporta, which is his safety blanket, it's not it's not St. Brown. It is Laporta when it comes to it. Yeah. Even if he's slightly hurt, that does not help the situation. So I am going to choose the Rams on this one, too. Clean sweep. Monday night Football, the last Monday night football game of the year. The struggling Philadelphia Eagles coming off a loss to the Cardinals, to the Giants. They have uh, not been looking good. Last time they were on Monday night football, they got upset by the Seattle Seahawks. They face a potentially injured Baker Mayfield. We don't know the health of Baker Mayfield. Senator, who are you going with? Philly versus the Bucks. Philly, Philly has been looking horrible, but the Bucks have not been looking good. I mean, the Bucks have looked good, but with other healthy Baker, that's kind of a problem to me. So I'm gonna think I'm gonna choose Philly because I think that Nick knows that his knows that his job might be at risk if he doesn't win this game. Yeah. Because they have not looked good for a long time. So, yeah. Uh, give me Philly for this one. Nick? Um, I'm going with Tampa. I am. I think the Eagles look really bad. I think uh, <laughs> the unsung running back of uh, 2023 was Rashad White, and he's a top 10 running back, and the Eagles have a really bad run defense. Um, so I think they might actually be able to do something in there. Um, 
the Eagles just look bad. And, you know, shout out to my other homie, Nick in Vancouver, who's an Eagles fan, who said, nobody hates the Eagles like an Eagles fan. This is true. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Oh, uh, man. Um, I'm going to go with the Bucks. Uh, sh- Do it. To my- it's funny, my buddy, my boy Trevor, who's a big Bucks fan, he doesn't even believe in this team as much as I do believe it. And I think there's a sense, too, we talked about you know, kind of going back to Vegas and the culture they set. There's no culture in Philly right now. They hate it. They hate each other. They don't like each other. They just want the season done with. You can feel that. You know, we've been on teams that are like that. This team doesn't want to play together. They're done. And, yeah, the Bucks look really bad against the Panthers, but – I think that they kind of just took their foot off the game. And there was times that Panther game, the Panthers should have probably won that game. The DJ Chark touchdown, he should have gotten. There's a few other th- things that happened in that. I just think the Bucks took their foot off the gas a little bit because they kind of felt that they could cruise a little bit. And uh, that defense is still the defense that Brady had a few years ago. You mentioned Rashad White. He's been great. And Baker has something to prove. This is the biggest game in Baker Mayfield's career. Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield wins this game, and he gets he goes back to being a respected top 12 quarterback in the league and gets paid. He doesn't have to win the next round for that. He wins this game and he goes back to being a respected quarterback in this league. So I'll go with Tampa as well. So just to kind of reiterate these picks really quick here before we get Senators Super Bowl pick, uh, Cleveland and Texans, me and Nick both went with the Browns, Senator went with the Texans. Uh, we had two sweeps, Miami and KC, we both I'll pick KC, Pitt and the Bills. We all pick Buffalo. Green Bay versus Dallas. Senator and I both picked the Packers. Nick, you went Cowboys. Uh, sweep for the Rams. And then Philly and the Bucks. Nick and I picked the Bucks. And Senator picked Philly. Senator, your Super Bowl pick. I'm going with the with what the script makers created. And that is why the logo for the Super Bowl looks the way <laughs> how it does. So I'm going Ravens Niners. You going shock. And you just nothing wrong with that. Yeah, this the script has been created. So just give us Flacco Ravens. And then coach better not leave early for that pod. Because we need him for to dissect every bit of that one. Win or lose. Win or lose. Win or lose. That's a fact. So uh everyone um enjoy the uh the week ahead. This, this is the last Monday night football game that we're going to have. I think it's the last. I don't think there's sat- the Saturday games the week after normally. Is it just two and yeah. two? Yeah, it's usually Saturdays and yeah. Sundays. Oh, great. So I get to miss two. I think weeks it's two, two. Football. Great. Like yeah. it's two, two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. two, two. So, and uh, I will add to like the, the thing has been pointed out the script writers, they were, they were cooking, right? The, the Deshaun Bowl, the Tyreek Bowl. Uh, I don't think I think there's really anything with Buffalo and Pittsburgh, is there? No, no, no. Uh, Green Bay and Cowboys, the Des Catch, the rematch of that. Mike McCarthy, Rams and Lions, enough said. And then uh, Tampa and the Eagles. Tampa beat the Eagles last time they were in the playoffs on the road to their Super Bowl. Eagles looking for a little bit of revenge there. So, and I guess too, like it could be the last game for Jason Kelsey potentially on Monday. I would think for Jason, I would think so. Both Kelseys. Yeah. And if they do lose, maybe Travis as well. Before he becomes the next big action star in Hollywood, he gets to be in Beekeeper better. Two. Beekeeper Two with Travis and Jason Statham. What was the What was the name of that Howie Long piece of shit 
in the oh, 90s. broken arrow. Oh, sick. That's yeah. what he can be, man. He can be like in a broken arrow. Expendable five. S- sick. I'm, I'm all over it. Both Kelsey's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there we go. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to 7K <laughs> Picks with Senator and Nick. And until next time, folks, cheers and enjoy the games, people. Thank you for listening to the Fresh Take Network. Follow us on social media platforms at Fresh Take 42.